0: Hello and welcome to the Punting Monologue with two of us. I'm Sonny Marn, I'm with Benny Clifton and we're in Queensland for the next couple of weeks. We're at Ipswich. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good, Sonny. How are you going, mate? I'm okay, mate. I'm okay. I'm getting old. I've done my back. I'm not getting over illnesses. I'm soaking. I'm shaking my fist at the clouds. <laughs> it's a good time to be alive. Mate, we are at Ipswich. Yeah, tell me about Ipswich. You're a, you're a banana bender. Yep, mate. I used to play our traditional pre-season game. I was from Brisbane at school, and our pre-season was always against Ipswich grammar. So every second year, you had to travel to Ippy, And uh, for some reason, it was just always, well, our version of freezing, what we thought was cold. (laughs) It was probably about 18 degrees, but it was like, man, who could live here? It's so cold. Cheers. I'm currently wearing two dressing gowns in Melbourne, so maybe Ipswich isn't too shabby. But in terms of the racing, I don't really know much, mate. That's where you... You're going to have to come into it. What's the track like?
1: Well, it's a funny little track. It's quite a tight turning track. And probably the misconception is that it's a leader's track. But you need a horse who's strong through the line. And, yeah, that last 50 metres, they can really get gobbled up, the leaders. So, But if you make, if you want to make ground from midfield or worse, you've really got to start making your run before the turn and have momentum going into the straight. Because if you're waiting for the straight to make your run, then it's, it's too late. So um, I'm looking for horses who are strong through the line and don't get too far back.
0: So we're gonna be a bit nervous if we're on something and it's not quite in a good posse on the turn. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's hard to make too much ground. But if you're if you're making a run around him at the four hundred, uh with momentum into the straight, you know, that's a good position to be. That's the position we wanna be in for the next nine races. Let's get into it, mate. It looks like a soft five. Is that gonna stay? Uh
1: it should it should end up a good four. The the forecast is pretty good. Yeah, I think they've probably just left a little bit of juice in it before their big day of racing on Saturday.
0: Beautiful stuff, mate. Well, we kick off with a sprint-ish over 1,200, our favourite's going to be number three, Defiant Spirit at 340, closely followed by Deep Dawn at 380, Upstart Legend at six, and Golden Decade at seven bucks. Are we just going to have a look at the first?
1: Yeah, we'll just have a look. There's just a couple of notes on the favourites. Defiant Spirit was, you know, won it one on debut. It won pretty well visually. The time was all right, but it started $9 on debut. It's from a camp that I can't really catch and can't really back with any confidence so couldn't possibly back it at the moment and the other the other horse in the market deep dawn obviously from the tony golen yard the leading camp in brisbane and trialed up nicely good apprentice on angela jones no weight on its back little bit of market support early so it's obviously shown enough ability to win a race like this but yeah this isn't a race that i want to get involved in you know if if defiant spirit had have ran a little bit better time on debut from a maybe a stronger camp, I would have got excited, but there was just a couple of negatives there for me to steer away from it.
0: Fair enough, mate. If Butts and Maybes don't make a champion, if my auntie stood up at the urinal, she'd be my uncle. Let's go to race two over 13.50. We've got Sailor's Secret. Shh, don't tell anyone. He drinks rum. It's 3.30. Rejoiced at four bucks. Aqua Alta at six. And it's double figures, the rest.
1: Yeah, and no, I mean, there's a fair bit of speed in this race, but I am going for one of the on paces, and that sailor's secret. I thought it was a really good effort last start. It was, it gave a huge kick on the turn, was run down by a nice horse, and gets a really positive jockey change. So I think they push forward here. Good record at the track and distance, and it's just a really high percentage play. And uh, three-year-old against the other horse against the older horses is another positive. So can't really find a negative with sailor's secret. The obvious danger is rejoiced, obviously. Gets a plus jockey, down four and a half kilos, should be ready to peak third up. But, you know, it's pretty significantly up in grade and has some map issues from barrier 10. So uh, I think Sailor's Secret is the, is the real positive horse that ticks all the boxes and uh, the high percentage play. So I'm with you.
0: Let's go to race three over 1,666 metres. We've got Sunfall at a pretty solid favouritism here at 250. Not sure if anything's going to beat this. It then goes to Eaglemont at 5, Pentito at 9, and then there is an absolute slew of large odds down the line.
1: Yeah, and Sunfall's the horse who beat my previous Tip Sailor's Secret last start at Doom, but the race rated pretty well, and it sort of got a little bit further back than it usually does and and came through on the inside. Uh, It was heavily backed on that occasion, but... Last up was the only indication to me that it really runs the mile. I mean, it's had a couple of other tries at the mile and hasn't run the trip. Even the three starts back at Eagle Farm. Maybe it didn't have the grounding for it, but I thought it was pretty meek at the end of that race. So I think the favourite sunfall's Falls a pretty big risk at the distance. So I'm against it. The horse I want to be with is Eaglemont. I just thought it's coming out of a fast race, uh, won by hype. It really made, made good ground. Maps well here, and third up is going to be at peak fitness. So I just think, given the favourite is Aquarius at the trip, this is the horse who's going to be strong through the line. He's run, he's won up to 2,100 metres. So I think Eaglemont, barrier four, should settle uh, hopefully midfield or better. And uh, Brodie Loy can make that run, as I mentioned, from the 450, 500 metre mark around him. And hopefully Sunfall is paddling at the end of the race and Eaglemont's coming over the top. So I'm with Eaglemont. Nah, the other horse probably worth mentioning. Pentito, number 10, is solid in the market. I thought it was just a run last start, and they that race didn't rate all that well. So I'm with Eaglemon around the $5 mark.
0: Sounds delightful, mate. Just have a think out there about what you're prepared to lose today. Set yourself a deposit limit. Race four is a whopper. Put the kettle on. It's over two and a half clicks in the old money. I am the Empire, crikey, at 4.40, readily available, see what they did there, at five bucks, as is Hillcrest Avenue and Flensburg. Sounds like a shocking place to live at 750.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these horses are tied in together as well, so the favourite I Am The Empire is probably coming out of a, a different form. It was pretty ordinary last start, though, and you know, it was a big drifter on that occasion, so the track was cutting up a little bit at that stage. The blinkers go on here, maybe they're trying something, but you know I think its previous form is pretty limited, so I couldn't be with it. Readily available, yeah maybe but you know yeah, there's a couple of positives there it's a good train good young trainer coming through good grounding for 2500 uh, but it probably will be back midfield or worse from barrier 8 the horse i'm going to go with is master marco it does tie in with ready available ran second to it last start on that occasion I just think it's more likely to peak in this race than some of the other favourites in the race. It's only had three runs this time in. Fourth run here. Last start it was 1800 up to 2200 So I think it's got the grounding now at this distance range. And it was $9 into $6.50 last start. So really good positive market support. So you look at the price there, $9.50. I'd rather back that each way than back readily available. So uh, I'm with Master Marco.
0: Yeah, very juicy odds. And for everyone playing at home, I just googled Flensburg. Couldn't have been more wrong. Northern Germany, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. What did you say it was? I just said it sounded like somewhere putrid, and I just went, I might have a quick look if it is somewhere real. Yep, on the water, home of Holsten Beer. Absolute delight. Jealous I'm not there now. Race five over 1100, we've got D-Poor. Oh, that's me with a whiskey this Saturday. Just a deep pour at two sixty. Extremist is four forty. The big O, Roy Orbison at eight fifty, and Shamrock Lou for the Irish Asians out there at nine bucks. Yeah, and
1: I was looking at his favorite deep pour, and look, a really talented horse got a really big finish on it. Uh, went well first up behind Petronius at Eagle Farm. I was just thinking, you know, Barry Twelve, Jimmy Orman on board. They don't have many options. They're going to probably be last or second last you've got to be diving into it to $2.60 and it just didn't it just didn't feel right to me and I you know I think if you back these sort of horses I mean this horse might win it's probably well placed in this class but you know if you're putting your hard earn on, on a horse getting that far back in the field and you know in a race where there's plenty of horses who have done a good rating in their career they might not be up haven't uh, might not have been at the absolute peak their last couple of starts but there's a rating in them to win races like this so I just thought two dollars sixty about Deep Paul was was pretty tight, so I think we move on from this race.
0: Race six mate is thirteen fifty and we've got Swiss Exile. Maybe they go over to Flensburg at four forty. Fashion legend, my ears are burning at four eighty. Count the beans. Count the beans at 5.50, plundering at 6.50, and stroll, not too sure we want to be on something called stroll when we're putting money on it to run at 7.50, I'm not going to bother with the rest.
1: The Fashion legend you are sitting there in your dressing gown as we speak.
0: <laughs> oh mate, just conjure that visual image at home, listener. It looks like a check shirt underneath. Don't you worry about this kid, single.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a good little race, and I mean, you know, the market would suggest it's pretty even, but there's a few horses I think you can put a line through. I mean, Fashion Legend, I thought, you know, it was pretty ordinary last start. I mean, it was light, it was wide, but it gave up pretty quickly, so uh, I'm happy to put a line through it. Droll, I don't think i will run 13.50. Uh, so you can put a line through that they're taking up a little bit of percentage in the market plundering was another one look it's got the different form line but it, you know every start it's been it's been a significant drifter in betting and i think that's a sign that maybe it's got uh, its limitations ability wise but the, the the race i wanted to go with were, was the race that swiss exile is coming out of one by hawaii 5r I mean this is a that was a high quality fred best race there were a couple of horses and that really trying to get into the Stradbroke handicap, and Hawaii 5 obviously won the race and ran third in the Stradbroke, so that form's pretty pretty strong, Yellow Brick ran second, and Swiss Exile probably just you know had a nice enough run, battled on pretty well, probably wasn't a real eye-catching run, but I think you know this is a good dropping grade for it, and Barrier 5 I just hope Damien Thornton you know, is a little bit more positive from this gate, and they can settle a little bit closer, because it has shown on other occasions that it can settle close to the speed, I mean, it's 1-1 from 14, that's not a huge positive, so So, you know, this is a horse who, on his best day, would blow these these away. And I think there was enough in its last run in the Fred Best to suggest it's getting close to to winning form again. So I'm with Swiss Exile.
0: Great stuff. You ever been to Switzerland? No. No. What's it like? Couldn't tell you, mate. I've had a Toblerone and I've seen snow. That is as close (laughs) as I've come, mate. Staying very neutral, though. I heard it's neither good nor bad. Let's go to the big one here. The Ippy Cup Race 7. Over 2,150 of the finest metres. Our favourite is the top weight Numerian. Even I know that one at 3.40. Desert Icon. Well, that'd be a cactus, I suppose, at 4.60. Brutabuck at six bucks. It looks like a race in three according to the market. Is that how you see it?
1: Yeah, yeah, probably is. I mean, I'm not going to play here. It was just, I was looking at Numerian. And there's no jockey on it, which I found interesting. I'm not sure what they're, whether they're actually going to run in this race. But, you know, it is a significant...
0: Didn't know you are allowed to it, do that.
1: It is a significant dropping grade for what it's been running in. You know I mean, it was in the, the way for age group two last start behind without a fight. And, you know, I think without a fight, it's going to be uh, a big player in the spring. So, you know, ran second in Doom a couple the start before. So you know, New Merian's the class runner, a different weight scale here, so it's got to carry the 61, and you know, I just wasn't thinking that Ipswich was necessarily going to be a track that suits it, and Barrier 9, where are they going to get to from there, so I thought it was tight enough, I didn't like Desert Icon, it was probably the map horse in the race, but I thought its form lines were significantly weaker, Bertabeck was one who ran alright last start, but had a, you know, it was a big SP compared to New Merian and, Oh, the other horse I was looking at was maybe Dark Destroyer. It came out of the race, one by Antino, which rated really well uh, last week. It's on the back up here. So anyway, as, as I say on many occasions, I looked at a lot of horses and ended up tying myself in knots. And I just That's no good. thought, oh, I think there's better bets on the card than this race. And yeah, I don't know if I had to push you in a direction of one, maybe something each way on Dark Destroyer, but I think it might be one to, to stay out of.
0: Nah, no, mate, mate, no. you don't have to push us in any direction you like, mate, because remember out there, folks, you win some, you lose more. But race seven, you're going to shoulder arms too, mate. Fair enough. Is that just a, on the, the unknown jockey? Could that involve some sort of backdoor shenanigans? Is that any little sort of smoke and mirror play, or is that not? Am I just in state of origin mode where I think everything's subterfuge? Nah, <laughs> nah,
1: um. Maybe a jockey got suspended or something, or normally it would be mm. if they're entered the COVID they're five entered in another race and they're going to run in the other race, but it's not nominated for anything else. So weird. I'm not sure what's going on there, but uh, someone else will know. Yeah, there's no there's no funny buggers going on there.
0: Mm, that's what they want you to think. Let's go to race eight now over thirteen fifty. We've got Blazer Trail at five fifty. Bit of a tough market this one. Sophia's. For the Greek Gods of the Sky at 6.50, Gravina at 8, Holyfield, no doubt, with the earmuffs on at 8.50, and then it's a big field of double figures, mate. Any worth reading out?
1: Yeah, I'm going to have a bet here, but yeah, it is a tough race, so I won't lie about that. But I didn't like the favourite Blazer Trail. I mean, it dropped in weight. I just thought it was under the odds of $5.50. The horse I want to back is Gravina, number four. I thought it was a complete forgive last start, sort of stuck wide. In a race where he really needed to be near the rail, and it did battle on all right. Didn't didn't really give up. So uh, it'll get a softer run here. Probably the query of it. You know, there's there's a couple of queries here. 1350. It hasn't won past 1200. Hasn't won on a dry track, which it's going to be. But I, do, I think he's the probably the class runner in the race. And his best figures are, are better than a lot of these. And if you have a look, four starts back on a good track. It ran second to think about. It and we know what it's been doing up in Queensland. So I think Gravina, you know, we're looking at seven, $7.50 for this horse. Something each way on that. And maybe the horse right down the bottom, Brereton. It may not get a run, but if it gets a, really? if it gets a run, I think it's worth worth something each way. Three-year-old against the older horses. I think two runs back have been really good. It's ready to peak here, and it's just a completely different form line to what a lot of the other horses are bringing. And uh, I love the three-year-old against the older horses. So um, you're looking at twenty-six dollars mm. about that horse, and um, I think it'll yeah. it'll run better than its price suggests.
0: Gee, that's very juicy. So keep an eye on that one out there, punters, if that one runs around. And just have a think. Is this a bet you really want to place? And at 7 bucks, the place is probably going to do you. Let's go to the Last Chance Saloon now. And I'm going to throw my own money into the mix at some point. We've got Russian Conquest. Oh, boy. Won't be putting that into my bloody quaddy At six bucks, snapped. That'd be pretty handy in a photo finish. As would my Oman. Majestic shot at eight bucks. And sneaky five is at 8.50 and better get set, nines. Are we shouldering arms in the last?
1: No, we're playing here. I mean, I had my uh, pattern of two-horse play, but one Ooh. of them's been scratched. Ah, uh, what a bugger. I was
0: going to back both
1: three-year-olds against the older horses because I think they're the horses with, with the upside in the race. But anyway, we've been left with Russian Conquest, who I think is a nice horse. I mean, it, it has done some good figures in the past, and first up behind Yellow Brick was a really solid run at the Sunshine Coast. Trialled since. I just think, you know second up here it's going to run really really well barrier three on the minimum and, you know it is, it is favorite now after that scratching of, of Lady Laguna, but I think it's entitled to be and uh, it'll run really well so I'm with Russian conquest probably the biggest danger is snapped but going to be back on the inside couldn't back it uh, there and better get set probably looks a set play here a little bowl around last starting a thousand meters should improve up to 1200 but I'm with Russian conquest what did you say majestic shot? Yeah, any chance? Any chance? Uh, it's going to be back last from Barrier 18. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Mm, not really, my, not, not really my, my top of bet, but uh, you know.
0: one that comes last. Yeah, mine either. Why
1: Why was it an omen?
0: Oh, mate, just a bit of an Ashes vibe. I've just been watching a lot of cricket highlights lately. You know what I actually watched which had the best technique of anything that I've been watching lately? It was the latest episode of Bluey. Do yourself a favour. That kid's oh, technique is sublime. One of the bowlers is just (laughs) real whippy. I've watched it a lot. I'm not joking. And I know that I'm infiltrating my daughter's mind because when she watched it in the other room, I heard her go, shot. (laughs) (laughs) Not cool, man. All right, fantastic. Well, let's run through the card then, shall we? Let's do it. Big, big day of racing at Ippie on Saturday. Race one, you're just going to have a look. It is early in the anti-meridian, as the Latin folk would say. Race two, what happens at sea stays at sea. Not for you. You're on Sailor's Secret. Race three... The fave's a bit of a risk, so you're on Eagle Mind with Brody Loy on board. Race four, you like Master Marco. It's likely to peak, according to Benny Clifton. Race five, Deep Poor is a little too shallow on price. Nothing here. Race six, you do not like Fashion Legend. You do not like Plundering. You do not like the poorly named Stroll. You're not neutral though, you're on Swiss exile. In race seven, shouldering arms to the joculus New Marian and that race. Race eight is equally tough. You're against the fave, but you like the Italian town of Gravina. Race nine, you're on the Russian conquest. Controversial. And my Oman is majestic shot. What would be the best of the day, mate? Yeah, the more I think about it,
1: the more I like Russian. Uh, conquest, I think oh, three are against the old horses. As I mentioned numerous times, it's, they're the horses with the upside and trailed in between runs here should be ready to peak and draw nicely. So Russian Conquest will be the best.
0: Beautiful stuff.
1: Master Marco was the one where I was thinking, you know, that's a pretty boring race, that race for us. It's not a race that I normally get excited by, but can't understand the price difference between it and readily available and double figure prices about Master Marco, something each way on it uh, is a nice bet.
0: Tremendous insight as always punters enjoy your Saturday enjoy your weekend just imagine what you could be buying instead so set yourself a deposit limit until next week Benny I'll see you around the traps thank you sonny man good luck punters good luck